What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wade. It is ish. The King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth, yours truly, the Notorious One. A.K.A. Mr. New, 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 new World Order. Coach Alini, better known as the Prognosticator, Coach Adamus. And you're in the Desert Storm Bunker with EWF. That is every woman's fantasy, the whole effing show, the chocolate Confucius, the Black Moses of this, the CEO, Niggero of Fixes Binds LLC, the Unbinder, the Undebatable, the Undeniable Greatest Entertainer here on YouTube and the best education here on YouTube. None other than Senor Gregorio Greybeard and Mr. No Trabajo himself. Third leg, Greg, the man with more nicknames than anyone in the game, and we're going to still get it done. CGA, God Allah, and the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube. If you didn't know, now you know. Coach Radamus is back, and it is Turkey Day. Shout out to y'all. Is that a turkey right there? That's a rooster. All right, ladies know what that is. It is Happy Thanksgiving Day. And I give thanks to the audience here, the best audience here on YouTube, the Coach Gang, the Nasty Boys, the Monk Motors, the Ten Toes Up, Ladies Gang, and the ladies of the 52-point inspection program. I'm glad you've been a part of us and our show here for the last five years, and we're going to go five more years strong out here. Happy Turkey Day. Happy Turkey to ya. And we're going to have a great show for you today. This should be a short show because I know y'all just want to get to your tryptophan and your swine and your your slop and your 15 sides, your grains, potatoes, and all of that stuff. I played that song one year and he got me a copyright, but I can't. So I can't play the song. But, but, but we're going to get into today's show. Today's shows money grab the Diddy and Cassie effect. Ninja's getting charges out here. All right. I'm putting cases on all of you. Denzel Washington is out here putting cases on ninjas. And some uh, other ninjas out here. They catching cases left and right. And we're going to go over it. As I highlighted during the uh, Cassie uh, thing, that there was a state law in New York that said they would have a one-year look back on any allegations that have taken place at any time of the of anybody's lifetime. And so the expiration date is today, and we're going to tell you how many people caught cases. We're going to tell you how many women rent is due. Your rent's due, mother. And uh, it will put the Cassie case in a little bit more of a different perspective. Now that we see m- m- women running out here and they're saying they're broke. Let you get it through your thick woo. skull that I'm broke. Broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I got $3.85. All right, just to update your list real quick for the early people watching today's show, do me a favor, hit that like button. The most recent person to catch a case, New York City Mayor Eric Adams. Boy, he must have pissed off somebody right there. He must have pissed (laughs) off somebody, man, because the NWO is not playing with that ninja. Eric Adams, no relation, is the latest ninja to catch him a case right there and take a look at him. He's not looking happy. He got raided by the Fetty Gov. He also tried to go in and talk to Joe Biden about his immigration problem. This ninja might not be seated. 
by the end of the weekend, man. The weekend, and this is a long weekend for y'all ninjas. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? All right, and ninjas is going down, ninja. What's going on with ninjas? We can't keep our hands to ourselves? Caught the mayor lacking out here, bro. Ooh, 1993, 9-Trey was the case. All right, 9-Trey. Man, it's crazy. People having a horrible Thanksgiving this weekend. But uh, anyway, I do have to let you guys know one special thing. That it is Takeout Thursday. And on Takeout Thursday, even though it's Thanksgiving, we do honor our Ling Lings in the building. And yes, we'll take a trip down to Usoi 6. And this is in Thailand. And we got a bunch of them here. Flatbacks and thick, short, squatty ones and happy girls here look at the girls down there man help them girls out there help fixes a buy when you go down to thailand oh she don't want to be pictured and she's like hey i gotta show you my ring it is takeout thursday ladies and gentlemen and we celebrate our ling lings these wonderful human beings here yes oh boy she is a little too much here but anyway yes takeout thursday for everybody take you one out oh we got a plumper right here look at this she plumper all right oh why they plump all right, here we go. Yeah, man, it happens. It happens. Yeah, shout out to Soy Six down in Thailand right there. And apparently, y'all niggas don't know, they like to get it in. Y'all went down there to get y'all a traditional wife, and then uh, we found out they body counts right here. Oh man, 50 to 60, and most of them are old white men. Yeah, old white men from America, 50 to 60, age 18. Holy mackerel. Ninja, what you thought out here? Age 15, age 18, 15, uh, 50 to 60. How about this one right here? How about this one? She first got busy in the Burger King bathroom junior high school. Yeah. Damn, she said she can't even count countless, but when I counted last time. Oh, 150. Lord have mercy. 150 for the plumper right there. 150 got in them bodies right there. Hey, man, shout out to our takeouts out here. We love our takeouts, man. I'm telling you, man, and I actually exposed how they got to that high body count number. They be introduced to the scene as youngins. You know what I mean? And so, yes. Hello. It's takeout Thursday indeed. Yeah, see, they be got to run their body count up. Run them numbers up, baby. All right, y'all ninjas will never catch up. Y'all ninjas will never catch up, man. Boy, I tell you. Yeah, they've been starting way young, sold it. It's, it's a sad case. Anyway, to contribute, to contribute to today's show, dollar signs the Notorious CGA on the Cash App, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious New, 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 new World Order CGA channel. Let's get into the show here. And we're going to start off with the earlier contributors. Albert Wesker says the era of free Punati peace leave is over pay now or pay later and ninjas are still gonna deny it all right albert wesker says class action lawsuit against seeking in 20 years uh we're gonna cover this on coach greg adams.locals.com this saturday we're gonna cover i'm oh, sorry this sunday 
Sunday morning. We're going to cover uh, what's going on here. Could this possibly spill over? We know Bill Cosby case uh, had some similar backgrounds. A lot of those girls were working girls, playboy playmates, and uh, working girls trying to get into the industry, slobbing on knob, trying to work their way up. Yeah, and yeah, so you we got to figure out uh, in this era of monetized punani and peace leave, how do you best guard against these late accusations? They're, they can look back at a case from 1993 and 1980, and the context is all missing. So we got to bring that up. Martin says there's a channel called Coach Greg and is stealing your content and image. The channel started two weeks ago and has 35 subscribers. Is that, is that yours? It's not mine. Nope. That is not my channel. All right. And so I guess, you know, this is how ninjas do on YouTube, <laughs> right? This is how they you do on YouTube. Uh, they steal your content and uh, they try to make a name for themselves. So it is not my content. I don't know what they're going to do. They're not going to get it monetized, uh, but <clears throat> I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Corey is in the building. Shout out to you. Says 100. Currency says the butter pecan Puerto Rican in the building. Shout out to them. Corey doubles up with a smile. Appreciate y'all. Papanaya Shelley says woke up. Mayor Adams. Wait. He says wake up. Mayor Adams. Wake up. The Democrats are done with your black ass. They is. They done with Mayor Adams. All right. They, they done with him. They're going to get a puppet in there. So they can keep that immigration shit up because he tried to call it out. And Joe Biden's done with Mayor Adams. I've done some dumb things. And I'll do dumb things again. Deshaun Rose, good morning and happy turkey day out here. <laughs> All right. And he said the dictator says you got four hours today, coach. Not asking. I don't think I got it. All right. I got people coming through and we about to get it on today with the food. Jed. 77 curious how no broke ninjas catching case in New York. Well, be careful here. I'm going to show you how many cases have been filed in the last few hours. So broke ninjas are catching cases too. Hex Euripides says, uh, happy Thanksgiving giving coach. He says, here's some coins to feed the Juco coach gang in the building. Jeff, the producer. Thank you for being here on the, uh, what is that? On the super chat, indeed. Let me do a couple more over here. Corey's over here now and said happy Thanksgiving. Okay. Shout out to Kirby. He says happy Thanksgiving. Okay, thank you. And so, so does Jones G. Happy Turkey Day, CG8. Thank you for the knowledge. And last one, Dominic is in the building with the happy Thanksgiving. And then we're going to come back. Thank you for those earlier contributions. We're going to come back. Going to come back to the other apps here. But first, but first. We got to get into Straggle and Sniggle Theater, all right? We got to rush these here. Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me, that's a deal, right? Ride. Straggle and Sniggle Theater, all right, man. Look, we got a couple of things that we're going to show you real here on Straggle and Sniggle Theater. First and foremost, we're going to show you some female rappers. Everybody is ignorantly saying that female rappers are taking over. All right, and they're like taking over what? All they're doing is uh selling sex. They're selling their booty out here. They're selling their booty hole is brown. They're not taking over skill wise. They're not taking over with good production. The the music is is crappy. But one sexy red has released a new song here. It looks like here on November twenty second, and this is stanky sexy red. Now apparently she's gotten rid. She's got a better wig. 
And uh, this here is going to be her latest song. Let's go ahead and play a snippet of it. Jesus. Oh my goodness. I just oh, humanity. Yeah, uh rap is dead. You know, hip hop is hip hop is dead too. I don't know, man. Listen. Uh how much more ignorant can you get? I mean, this is half you know who puts this music out? New, 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 new. This world. has to be a psyops. This has to be a psyops of the again, the lowest common denominator. I always tell you about the lowest common denominator. Them are not my people. All right, none of these ninjas that's in the jail portraying prisoners are my, these are my people. This woman is not my people. I'm not related to her in any form of fashion. Free my nigga. Oh, this is gone, gone. And then she's pregnant. Can you see that this woman's pregnant? All right, let me scrub it. She's pregnant with child right now. Look at this. This is disgusting. Oh, man. Yeah, man. I'll listen. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. This is terrible. It's terrible. The biggest psyops hitting the young black women, and they loving it. I mean, every time I watch, like, Vlad TV or, or something like that, they be singing Sexy Red's praises. They be like, Sexy Red, Ice Spices, them girls out here doing the damn thing. I'm like, ugh, this is disgusting. Anyway. We do have another song that's going to be making his debut. Um, I don't know the name of the rapper, but uh, apparently we do have an early portion of her release video right here. And there she is right here. Let's get a little bit of a snippet of her music real quick. The black community's dead. Ring the bell. What communities are these, man? What communities are these? I mean, this is y'all. These are my people. Oh, the humanity. These are not my people, Ninja. I, I don't even know how many more times I got to tell y'all. What the hell is going on here? This is absolutely a disgrace. Oh, the humanity. All right, and she in there talking cash shit out here, boy. Rap is dead. Oh, my goodness. Look at this, man. There ain't no. Oh, my. I just took a look at oh, it again. The humanity. What the fuck of 40,000 years? She talking about somebody giving her some head. Oh, my. What nasty ass ninja. Oh, that's nasty. Oh, man, we done. Man, this is what happens with the future is female. What are we doing here? Ring the bell. Help. Help me, Rhonda. Help. Help. Oh, Jesus. Hey, I always tell you, man, you ain't seen the worst yet. Uh, Straggle with Sniggle Theater here. Watch out for the girls with dogs. We've been warning you of this here for the last five years. Uh, pet moms are suspect as hell. Pet moms are suspect. As hell and we'll take you to the scene of the crime be careful when you see a woman with a dog apparently oh my oh the humanity oh my goodness this is an absolute this what the oh my god this is an absolute disgrace <sighs> whose latina is this 
Who's Latino? Oh, this is disgusting, man. Oh, that's nasty. Oh, this has got to be a crime. Oh, my God. Watch out for them Kayleys, too. Good Lord have mercy. Y'all can't even get a kiss. Oh, my gosh, man. What are we doing, man? Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. Oh, this is an absolute disgrace. Ninja, we going to hell. Oh, my goodness. I can't take no more. Goodness, this is this, this, What are we doing? Oh, that's nasty. <sighs> I already got a headache from today's show. <laughs> Come on, girl. Who girl is that? Hmm. Uh, okay, uh, moving on here. We do have a, look at this woman here. Okay, okay, I see you, sister. All right, let's see what she has to say. This dude was, like, trying to get my attention, right? He's sitting there looking like, hey, hey. And I'm just like, boy, what the fuck do you want? Like, how the fuck can I help you? So he rolled down a window. He was like, hey, how old you is? I said, Man, idiocracy. We're in the middle of idiocracy right here. We're in the middle of idiocracy. So, yeah, man, ninjas will hit anything. And everybody's like, black don't crack. But black does roast beef. And uh, this is definitely a soggy woman. 60 years old. Everybody's like, coach, man, she's still bad for 60. And some of you nasty ninjas will be up in there running up in there, too. Yeah, she ain't bad looking for 60, but that cracking meth. Oh. Man, this is crazy. That's what happens when y'all want sugar mamas and all that. Y'all nasty ninjas run red lights and all that. She was like, how old I is? I is got dentures, and uh, I can give you that gummy. I can give you that gummy. Ninjas will still be hitting it. All right, that's Drago and Sniggle Theater. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky can get high with me. That's a deal, right? And we're back from Straggle with Snickle Theater, man. Shout out to y'all. Hit the like button. We're gonna keep it moving. Let me catch over here up on Venmo and PayPal and all of that stuff. All right. We've come a long way, man. We've come a long way for y'all brothers here. Shout out to Macaroni Tony. That breakdown you gave on how not to give in. To monkeyism was elite. Shout out to you. Thank you, man. He said monkeyism. Indeed, Fixes Binds LLC is in the building. Shout out, Fixes of Bind is in the building with the co-sponsorship. Shout out to our brother, Big Troy. Says, happy Thanksgiving, coach. Your uncle, Eric, just got a SA allegation. Bye-bye, Eric. Man, he must have pissed off the nanny goat out there in... All right, he pissed out the nanny go. Shout out to Shah L says, Coach, in Colombia, I met a SW that told me she can determine American men versus others. She told me we're scared to approach, and that's how they can scope us out. I want you to listen. And th- <clears throat> this came in at last night's show at the end, right when I clicked off. He said the Colombian women can determine American men versus others she said, we're scared to approach, and that's how they can scope us out. Wow, we're scared to approach. Um, and if anybody knows, uh, a lot of other men from other countries are very direct and aggressive, right, especially the ninjas that got money. In America, there's a lot of stigma with, that we have with 
are related to sex and relationships and women. So what happens is we have a lot of stigmas related to um, uh, debauchery, first of all, uh, paying for it directly. We have, a, we have a stigma about that. We have a stigma about sex in general because we've been raised in a country that for many, many decades have had us as uh, Puritans. We look at sex as something weird. Uh, we look at sex as only uh, as a love act, which is ridiculous at this point. So when you go to other countries, other countries like the, the Persians that come over to uh, Thailand or 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 um or uh, Colombia, anywhere else, they're direct. They aggressive. They aggressive as hell, right? They walk right up here. I'll take you right here. <laughs> all right, I'll pay you a thousand dollars. They don't care. Everybody does it. There's a stigma, but we have a, all these stigmas related to sex, right? In America, that's how we grow up. Uh, other countries doesn't. We don't. They don't have that stigma. Like monogamy, the stigma of monogamy is very prevalent in our country. Uh, over in over in Europe, monogamy is there, love is there, but it's not like monogamy and love is the number one. They can they mess around, they swing, they have affairs, they do whatever they want. In Japan, prostitution is kind of looked at as I showed you clips of wives like, well, if he needs to go get his meat fixed, let him get his meat fixed. At least he's not falling in love with another woman. Um, but over here. In America, we got way too many stigmas related to sex and even dating that makes it makes it completely diff difficult. Um, so we have all these things which nobody else has. <laughs> he says, what is monogamy? Yeah. They're not ready for this. Uh, so, yeah, it is it is one of those things that makes it weird. So that's why when, when Americans go over, y'all ninjas look. <laughs> y'all ninjas be looking suspect with trying to work with the girls. Oh. Is this happening? Is this legal? <laughs> right? Yeah, sport fugging, right? I, I called it I called it sports fugging. All right. Uh, many people have um yeah, we catch cases over here too. That's the other point. But uh yeah, uh people do sex for sport for a long time. And we find a lot of people's cu cultures weird. But one thing I want to tell you, America is the newest culture. If you guys don't, if you guys think about it, I know people think we've been a world power forever. We really haven't. We've only been a world power really for 80 years. Now, much of our lives, America has been the world power, meaning that we've been the prevailing thought and we think that our thought is we're the thought leaders. Like what we think here, everybody else should think. But uh, we've only been a prevailing world power for a little better than barely 80 years, barely 80 years. And everybody else, their whole world, has existed for thousands of years before America literally came along. We are the new world. We're the new thought. We're basically children and babies compared to the rest of the world. We're new. So we think that everybody should do everything like we've been doing it. Brazil been around for thousands of years. Peru and Venezuela and all of these countries in South America been down for thousands of years. China, Japan, Thousands, thousands, right? But it is, it's funny with those things here. So these are the things that we have to remember when we talk about things. As a matter of fact, our current mindset has only been around for 15 years, <laughs> right? The current mindset that America has today is like 15 years old. Before that, we lived in a different America. And even before that, up until after World War II in the 1970s, that was an entirely different America, so uh, anyway, 
it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, British culture has been around for thousands of years. But so when we think about, wow, these people are doing all these weird things in Africa. Africa been around for 5,000 years, like all of these little countries. It's kind of weird, but a lot of people don't think that. Yeah, the Incas, the Mayans, the Conquistadors, Ninja, the Africans, you know, they already been doing, Nigerians been doing they shit for a long ass time. So that's kind of what I've always tried to tell people. I'm like, man, don't think they're weird. We're the weird ones. We're the weird ones in relationship to the world. But anyway, uh, let me see here. Yeah, Africa millions, if you will. Yes, I mean, people, we've been having civilizations for a long time. And, if, and I can tell people haven't traveled based on their mindset. Because I'm like, if you go some other place, you're literally walking where people have walked for 5,000 years. And it's a mind F. It is a mind F when you do this. You're like, I walked where Julius Caesar walked 2,000 years ago. In America, we don't have that history because it's been cut off. Uh, the Native Americans have been slaughtered. You know what I mean? They, they lived here thousands of years, but that entire history has been wiped off. So our history, our data point starts at the 1700s. So we only have really like 250 to 300 something uh, years of history to look back on. And we're young. We're babies. We're out here. Shout out to Nathaniel. Nathaniel. He says, happy Thanksgiving, coach. I'm thankful for the free agent lifestyle and what you contribute to this space. You're looking for motivation. Monologue in the beginning of the show really is the, uh, it really is, it says, really pushes me to be better. That's what I'll say. Shout out to you and the coach gang. Yeah, man. You're looking for motivation. It's there. All right. Somebody says, you're literally on holy ground. For real. But we don't have any of that history. So all that history has been erased and wiped away. All right, and we don't know what we really are on. We really have no idea. Shout out to Andrew Grove says, Happy Thanksgiving to the GOAT and the whole coach gang. Free agent lifestyle for life. Um, let me see here. Let me see. Where's my for life right here? Yeah. <laughs> and when I went to, um, I really understood this when I went to uh, Vancouver, Canada. Vancouver, Canada, and I went to a historical site. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but it, it's a site where the first world nations I think not first, the first nations, not first world nation, the first nations were, and uh, I learned about the Native Americans, which they were, well, the natives, if you will, which we call the Indians, all right, the people who populated the North America before the Europeans came over and dominated, but the first nation are their Native Americans, all right, for us, that's what we would call them over there, the first nations. And I'm sitting here like, oh, man, I mean, when you put it all together, it's mind effing you. Traveling, traveling educates you. Traveling educates you. So anyway, um, when I realized, I'm like, oh, boy, I mean, there were, there, were native, um, there were natives here. And then in Mexico, the northern part of Mexico, I mean, those are pretty much the natives, the descendant of the natives that were there that, I mean, it's, it's mind effing. It's mind effing. So when you see the little brown Mexicans, <laughs> All right, these are essentially descendants of the Native Americans or the natives that populated the North American place, which we wiped them the hell off the map, unfortunately. I mean, you talk about the indigenous people, yes. You, you talk about a wiping out of a people. Unbelievable. All right, unbelievable. Uh, I, wish, I wish people can um, yeah, educate themselves through travel. All right, shout out to, uh, yeah, the, the totem poles in Stanley Park. 
Yep, when I was walking over the bridge in Stanley Park, they had the totem poles. I was like, damn, it really is crazy that you're like, okay, native natives were all up here. Indigenous people were here and here and here. They were on the whole continent. The whole continent. <laughs> they had it all. All right, shout out to uh, Marcus says, returning to pay tithes to the kings of kings. Shout out to you. The king of kings is in the building. I am still embracing my super villain era, and it's going to be a cold 2024. We giving out three-day contracts at the JUCO. He says, hit me with the I got money out here. I got money. All right, shout out to you. Yeah, man. What do we got here? We got a couple more. I'm going to get through them, though. Shout out to y'all, man. I appreciate y'all. The Chicano Mexicanos in the building. Shout out to Josh says, shout out to CGA for the holiday stream. Dennis Sperling gave you a shout out as well. Blessings to both of you. Shout out to Dennis Sperling out there, man. I appreciate him for uh, shouting me out to his audience. That is definitely greatly appreciated. Maryland guy has something to say. Maryland guy says, happy Thanksgiving, coach. You know the Mastodons are going to be stuffing their faces full of mashed potatoes and stovetop stuffing this morning. Yes, they are actually this morning and tonight. And tonight. All right, y'all ninjas get traveling, man. Get traveling for real, man. Traveling changes your life in perspective. It does. Shout out to, and by the way, this is part of my book, The Free Agent Lifestyle. Larry says, happy Thanksgiving, coach. Here's a few dollars for some Thanksgiving takeout. Take me out with the asteroid. Appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate that's Larry C. Okay, I appreciate that. Okay, hold on. We got a couple more, then we're going to keep it moving. We got uh, David C. He says, CGA on Turkey Day. Color me thankful. Shout out to you. <laughs> Thanksgiving in the building. We're going to play the rooster sound for turkeys today. The rooster sound is for turkeys. All right, because I didn't have a turkey gobble. And, uh, and uh, people are saying the black American and native connection there. Yes, that cannot be denied, certainly on the Atlantic coast and whatnot, for sure. All right, Caitlin says, what's up, coach? Happy Turkey Day to you and the coach gang. I'm thankful for your wisdom because it's getting too debaucherous out here. These straggles and sniggles are disgusting me every day. I get it, man. I could definitely feel that. Super chats, and then we'll go a couple of empty MC Ham, MC Hamster. I want to call you MC Hammer. MC Hamster says XX is killed. XX is killed. Chivalry. Now they dance on its grave. JC CGA coach. I'm headed to the Lions game, and we'll be having Russian food for dinner with the Serbian family afterward. I wanted to wish the entire coach gang a safe holiday. Also, can you play the Mastodon Rhett graping with the dog again? I will not. Uh, oh, you want that girl? Okay, I thought you should want the girl kissing the dog. All right, I don't want to see that no more. You want to see this woman right here. I see you. You a nasty boy. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, there you go. Oh, oh, what's the dog doing? I didn't even notice that dog is trying to. Oh, that's disgusting. I didn't even notice the dog was trying to get on there and lick. Ugh. Ugh. I didn't even notice that. All right. Uh, anyway, Face Fact says pet moms, more like peanut butter moms. Wedding rings are on sale, so I'm throwing uh, my couple or my copies of your books away. All right, wedding rings are on sale. You're going to throw them away. It's the holidays now. The time to marry a single mom and get a ready-made family. Shout out to you. The Gentleman Code, thank you all for all of your hard work, Coach. We appreciate you pointing out the BS 
here and keeping us on our purpose. Enjoy your Thanksgiving free agent lifestyle. Thanksgiving. Appreciate you. Where we at here? Sir Charles says Eric must have fell out of favor with the Madoff community. Eric must have fell out of favor with the Madoff community. He says you gotta blindly support uh, Zionists. That's what you said. You gotta blindly support Zionists. That's what you said. You gotta blindly support them. Yeah, it's a, it's part of the game. It's part of the nanny go game. Martin says, in that case, I just reported that channel for you. Shout out to you. Thank you, brother. And JC says, did you see the Macy's ending its two-decade partnership with Puffy? He's also facing legal battles with his tequila brand. He's going to have to pay on all fronts. So, again, I challenge you. Do women, are women free? Mm. Women are not free. Women do cost. All right, let's get to this right here, back into the show. Notable divorces. Let's pop this up on the screen, and this seemed to be popping out of nowhere. Tiana Taylor secretly filed for divorce from Iman Shumpert claims he's a narcissist. All right, so let's break this part down. I actually reported that they had broken up. I thought they divorced a long time ago. So it, it's quite a surprise that they're talking about the as a divorce now. Maybe they had separated. I can't remember remember the details, but I've already thought this relationship was over. Okay, but it's not. Now, the classic tropes are out here, and she's firing on all cylinders. And this shouldn't uh, be uh, serve as a wake-up call for you guys that are marrying these women who have no intention to be wives. They have no intentions to go the distance. Just pulling out of a marriage is way too easy for them, especially when they can be the victim. And of course, she just couldn't walk away. She has to kick dirt on the guy and come out here and say he's a narcissist. She also said that he's jealous of her success. This ninja played in the NBA. Didn't he he guard Michael Jordan at one point or Kobe Bryant? This ninja had a whole NBA career. (laughs) He had a whole NBA career playing for the New York Knickerbockers. And he was a he wasn't an all-star. He might have been an all-star maybe one year. He was a well-known, well-regarded player for the Knicks. What does Tiana Taylor do? I couldn't even tell you what she does. I don't even know if she's a model or an or a singer. All right, but I'm just not ingrained in that culture anyway. I know I know Iman Shumpert. I don't know who Tiana Taylor is. Not enough to put her ahead of his this ninja. It was Kobe. Like, I'm sorry, what, he's jealous of your career. Okay, here we go. Let's break it down. This is what I'm talking about right here. Who did he get a championship with? Oh, he got a championship with LeBron. Okay, so he got, he's, we're talking about an NBA champion. And this woman, is just, I swear, their egos are crazy. Their egos are out of control. He got an NBA championship. Played with LeBron James. Guarded Kobe Bryant in a classic NBA on NBC game. And this this woman... <laughs> What are we doing? These straggles are out of control. Let's hear what she's got to say. Tiana Taylor initiated divorce proceedings against Amon Shepard almost a year ago, alleging that their seven-year marriage, seven-year itch, has been marked by Shumpert's jealousy and narcissism. According to recent, uh, recently obtained legal docs in the docs, Taylor claims that Shumpert's insecurities are not about not being good enough for her Despite his lucrative NBA career, 
fueled the breakdown of their marriage. She asserts that Schompert would grow um, irritated at public events when photographers requested he stepped to the side for solo shots of Taylor. Okay, I can see that. I mean, I can see that um, if he believes he's bigger than that. Yeah, but but we already know why they want to photograph her because she's a bedwinch. I mean, that's essentially what happens here. These photographers. Yeah, that brother's starving. They got to sell their pictures to the, to, you know, to the media outlets. Uh, despite initially opting for a discreet filing using her initials, Taylor contended that Shumper's subsequently full, uh, subsequent full name inclusion in the divorce proceedings brought the situation into the public eye. She alleges that Shumper responded with negative and manipulative text messages, um, engaging in unnecessary conflicts, even on her birthday, only to apologize later. Taylor accuses Shumper of emotional and mental abuse, emphasizing her attempts to salvage their family despite his behavior. Okay, um, first of all, let's talk about the texting, the negative and manipulative text. Um, I told you yesterday, stop texting women. All right, I already told you. Stop texting them having conversations. If you feel you have to say something in a message that to communicate an idea, wait till you're in person. Text messages are highly out of context. They can be taken out of context. They can be misunderstood. They can be said in a voice that only you, you didn't say it in that voice, but she read it in that voice or vice versa. Stop having text messages message conversations um, that can be screenshotted and used as evidence. Um, she says engaging in unnecessary conflicts, that's ridiculous. I mean, come on. That would be something that you can possibly look at as uh, both parties are doing. And talked about her birthday um, where they probably had an argument. Now we got emotional and mental abuse. No physical abuse, but we do have emotional and mental abuse. All right, which are things that you cannot prove. All right, what is mental abuse? I mean, I know what it is, but can you prove it? You can't prove something like mental abuse. You would have to find the fact that he tied her down and, you know, he he, he dripped water on her forehead. He waterboarded her to get secrets out of her. But these are tropes that mostly women use, and especially at the end of a relationship where they want to leave to be the victim. They will all say these things, but none of these things carry any weight. Um, other than the court of public opinion. The thing is, the court of public opinion, you can prove them easily, especially if you're a woman. Okay. It says right here, Taylor revealed that her efforts included securing opportunities for Shumpert in Hollywood as his NBA career waned. However, she claimed that his insecurities persisted, leading to initiating the divorce proceedings in 2021. Although they're brief, they briefly reconciled, Taylor asserts that Shumpert's insecurity persisted as his NBA career continued to decline. Okay. She experienced manipulation and control. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, I mean, listen, how many more times that we have to hear these things, man? These are the same. There, there's the article right there. It says right there, who got who got a weed? Okay, there's a cheating scandal, a DUI arrest, a 2022 weed possession arrest. Man. Who 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 was in who had the infidelity? Okay, all right, she said there's no infidelity. She seeks primary custody of the kids, joint legal custody, child support for their two children. Jesus. Mm. <laughs> Man, I'm just, like, how much, how much more do you, evidence do you ninjas need out here? 
how much more evidence do you need in terms of the playbook women use? So these abuse allegations could not be, they cannot be proven. However, um, she is seeking primary custody of the kids, which the silver bullet, we told you what the silver bullet strategy is. The silver bullet is going to be claiming of abuse, temporary restraining order. And now she's using what? All of what she knows. Now she's saying, oh, you had a weed arrest, huh? What about that time you got arrested for weed? And I'm going to tell you, she's doing it way more lethal than that. And you got, and you got arrested for weed, so I'm going to get custody of the kids. That's basically what she's saying. That's basically what she's using there. Uh, that's what, how she would say it to him. You ain't going to get no custody of the kids because you got arrested for DUI in 2006. In 2022, you got arrested for weed. I'm telling you. Women in information, you should not be giving women any information about you. <laughs> this is what, because when they get info, they're going to use it. And she claimed to try, oh, I'm going to get through it. But now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden she wants to highlight the fact that he got arrested and he had a DUI and he cheated allegedly. You're right here, alleged cheating scandals. All right, you cheated with all these women and I put up with it. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to shed no tears. Oh, I'm not going to cry. It's not the time because you're not worth my tears. You was your lover and your secretary. Working every day of the week. Was at the job when no one else was there. Helping you get on your feet. 11 years of sacrifice. And you can leave me at the drop of a dime. This bitch is all working the same, man. Good Lord. False info works too. These bitches, they all do the same shit. Acting like y'all niggas is all the same. Anyway, anyway, let me take a drink here after singing that song. <laughs> all right. Uh, here we go right here. Another divorce. Uh, this is sad to report. Daryl Hall sues longtime music partner, John Oates, gets temporary restraining order. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, wait, say it ain't so. I can't go for that. We got brother, not hauling oats. Now tell me, come on, man. What the hell? Not hauling oats. I can't go for that. No, no can do. Hold up. A temporary restraining order against two niggas? All right, come on, man. We can't have this N-word jar. This is getting, this is despicable. My whole childhood is ruined. <laughs> right? Oh, hell no. Not man eater. Oh, here she comes. Watch out, boy. She'll chew you up. These ninjas getting restraining orders against ninjas. Oh, man. Ninja, I can't take it. Ninja, send it. <laughs> they getting restraining orders. Man, I can't do it no more. I got to report ninjas getting restrained orders against ninjas. <laughs> and we got we got ninjas suing ninjas now. Oh man, we got we got we got, what's going on here? It says Daryl Hall and John Oates, longtime music partners and members of the group Hall and Oates, are embroiled in a confidential legal battle that has led Hall requesting a restraining order against Oates. <laughs> 
Paul filed the lawsuit and requested the restraining order on November 16th after, uh, according to multiple reports, a court issued a TRO, which is set to begin on November 30th. The lawsuit filed in Nash, Vegas, okay, according to online court records, but details about the legal dispute remains confidential. The pair, considered to be one of the most successful duos in rock history, released a string of hits in the mid-70s and the 80s, Sarah Smile, I Can't Go For That Rich Girl, all right, you make my dreams come true and man eater. All right, the two musicians met while attending Temple University in Philadelphia. According to the website, website they recorded 21 albums and were introduced into the Songwriters Hall of Fame in 2003. All right, they embarked on a solo career but never officially broken up. All right, we got restraining orders filing everywhere. <laughs> man, come on, man. Y'all ruining my history out here. This is crazy. They were the first white group that I didn't know were white until I saw them being white. All right. I remember uh, I got a turntable for Christmas when I was about eight years old. And, um, and one of the 45s, you guys don't know about 45s. They're the small version. They're the single version of an album. So it's a wax small 45 record. Was I can't go for that. Right. I didn't know they were white when I was eight years old. I was like, no, can do. I, I can't go for that. No, oh, oh, no, can do. Hey, man, I was like eight years old. I was like, these ninjas is jamming. All right. And there was another group, Queen. What Queen had another one bites the dust. I'm like eight years old with my 45 putting the needle on the record. All right. I'm like another one bites the dust and another one down. And another. I'm like eight years old. Like these ninjas is jamming. Hey, I'm going to get you too. another one bites. This. It wasn't until I was in high school. I was like, they white. Mm. <laughs> All right, anyway. All right, man. Hey, there have been a lot of white dudes that came out, man. Before videos, video killed the radio star. Um, uh, There was a lot of white dudes out here pumping out music. Y'all didn't know was white. All right, Michael McDonald. That ninja was like... Uh, <laughs> Bobby Caldwell, Michael McDonald. Hey, before there was music videos, them ninjas was pumping out records. Mm. <laughs> Michael McDonald, I thought that was a whole ninja. And then I saw him, I was like, who is Grizzly Adams up there, up there singing with that Patty LaBelle? Baby, come to me. I was like, who is Grizzly Adams up there? What the? <laughs> mm. <laughs> hey, man, I grew up in an era where you didn't see the artist, you just heard the music. I know it's been a long time. <laughs> color Me Bad, oh, Color Me Bad messed everybody up. Color Me Bad messed everybody up. It was like, I want to sex you up. TikTok, you don't stop. We was like, damn, we was bumping it. We were bumping it for months in the summer. Then they came out on American Bandstand. We was like, <laughs> oh, the humanity. Them ninjas white. Oh, Lord. Mm. Casey and the Sunshine Band. Hey, y'all missed it, man. John B., you guys missed it. They, you didn't see the artist for months. They would put the song out. <laughs> here we go right here. Tina Marie. Oh, man. It was a whole. Y'all missed this era, man. We would hear the song for months, get hooked. He'd be like, this ninja. They'd be all white. Anyway, crazy, man. This crazy, man. Yeah, man. 
Oh, man. Sad to report about that, Hall & Oates. Hall & Oates were definitely one of those bands. They had that soul. They had soul. Oh, man. Yeah, Bobby Caldwell was... If you look up Bobby Caldwell, you're going to be messed up. Tina Marie was another one. Rick James producer, produced her. Uh, Tina, uh, Bobby Caldwell is going to mess you up. He recently died. I didn't, I didn't even know that he was white until he recently died. I was like, what? <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> I was like, there's no way. There's another one. Um, uh, I can't remember their name, but I actually, I knew his son. Oh, I can't remember his name. His son. I knew the, the son of one of the drummers in this band. He went, I went to high school with him. Oh, damn. What's the name of the group? Uh, uh, it's a 70s group anyway. Not three doors down. There's something like that. I can't remember. Anyway, average white band was another one, but I can't remember the name of the band. All right. Something, something three, three doors down, three dog. I can't remember. All right. And, uh, anyway, John B is another one. Um, I kind of knew he was white from the rip, but he had some songs that you wouldn't have known he was white. Uh, let's see here. What do we got here? That's how they used to do us back in the day. <laughs> they used to do us like this. All right. Uh, anyway, well, yeah, shout out to the old ninjas in the building. All the young people are like this. Hey, all the people who watch Fresh and Fit, Dave Less. Yeah, th uh, Three Dog Night. Uh, Three Dog Night. What is it? Three Dog Night is the band. Yeah, Three Dog Night is the band. All right. I went to school with the son of the drummer on Three Dogs Night. All right, so anyway, that's another one of those situations here. But he was black. The whole band was white. <laughs> Dad was, the drummer was black. There was another guy like that too, another band in the 90s that had it like that. All right, but uh, anyway, Three Dog Night is the band. All right, so here we go right here. Let's get to the next one. And then we're almost at the main event. Uh, it's uh, women outspend men in this part of the show is going to lead into the main event. This part of the show is going to lead into the main event. All right, so here we go right here. Here's why women spend $526,000 more than men over their entire lifetime. Can't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Okay. All right, why women spend $526,000 more than men over a lifetime. Now, this particular information is not a surprise because we know this. We could have told you this, but this number is quite shocking because we already know that women control 83% of all consumer spending. They spend the money and they also make you spend the money. So when they say they control 83% of consumer spending or the gross domestic product, the GDP, women are the people who are either influencing the buying or making the buying, even down to the point where they normally, if they're married, they'll buy the husband's stuff. So you might buy, you might not as a man buy Gillette razors for yourself, but a married woman who does the shopping for the home will buy a man Gillette products what do you want okay i'm at the store they have gillette or they have this other company all right just get the gillette all right it was i had a coupon 
So they are the ones that spend the money. Now, oddly enough, there's supposed to be a gender pay gap, which says that women earn 70, 70 cents on the dollar, 80 cents on the dollar. But then conversely, money is spent by them and directed to them. Even in dating, even in dating, most of the money spent for dating, this is why I call dating always monetized, most of the money spent for dating is towards the woman. So they even include money that men spend is mostly going to get, be given to an intermediary and or spent towards the woman. Much of what men earn, even as a married man, much of your earnings goes to the woman and the children and less to you. Even if you're dating, much of your money is spent on cars, your car, the car you drive, the house you get, the apartment you get, the furniture you get. Most of it is done with the woman in mind. Oh, I'm going to get these holes to like my leather couch. I'm going to get these holes to like my car. I'm going to get these women to be impressed by. You see what I mean? So when you think about the influence of money spent, it is always, almost all of it is spent towards women. So 83%, let me pull that up here. Uh, women's G GDP. Let me see if I can put that up here. GDP spending. So it says right here, the female economy. All right. Women spend the purchasing power of women here. Women, 85% of cons uh, right here, spending power. Women consumers control 85% of spending power. 85%, they control it. That's eight, 85 cents on a dollar they control. <laughs> and when you think about the binds that they're in, the lack of credit, the lack of savings, the lack of investing, the, they're always in a bind, even to the point where you look at it and go, even that they're spending a lot, they don't make a lot. Whose money are they spending? They're spending your money. When you take them on a restaurant, that money is spent towards her. That money goes to the restaurant. You're, you're probably only there because of her, right? You're dating. You buy cologne. That's because of her. You buy nice clothes. That's because of her. You want to look fresh. I know niggas are like, no, I want to look fresh for myself. I, okay, but that's always towards her. Her, it's going to lead to a benefit. And the fresher you look, the more likely she'll look your way and the more likely you'll spend more money. So if the money they make, they blow it. The money they make, they blow it. And we know this because we look at the investment records. Most women, over 60% of them, don't have more than $1,000 cash liquid. Most of them don't have investments or savings. They blow their own money and they spend yours. This is why when you get married, What's yours is hers, and what's hers is hers. When people say we, we're, we, uh, we have 50-50 um, relationship in terms of uh, partners, we're partners. I, spend 50, I pay 50% of the bills, she pays 50% of the bills. But I says, not really. You pay 50% of the disposable income, but you probably spend and pay for 85% of the discretionary income. Right, because the discretionary income is the extra income remaining. How much of that is spent on you, and how much of that is spent on her and or her and the children? The discretionary income overwhelmingly is going to be spent by her. 
Much of it is you're going to buy some golf clubs here and there. You're going to buy some tools. You're going to buy uh you're going to buy some toys. You're going to buy a car. You're going to buy something silly. And she's going to say, well, you bought that. I bought this. But if you add it up down the line, add it up down the line, she blows you to smithereens in terms of spending. Okay. She blows you to smithereens. Why women spend $526,000 more than men over a lifetime. And if you have female family members, daughters, wives, girlfriends, you know that much of what you spend on them is just, it just is like, a, it's like money in the wind. You have a daughter, money in the wind. All right. Says women pay more for everything. That, here's, <laughs> they're going to frame it as they pay more for the same thing you would pay for. Uh, money, women pay more for everything from shampoo to health care, and these costs really add up to the tune of, of over half a million dollars on average. Here's a look at how the breakdowns cost. And I always tell you, women are not free. You know, me having female family members, four sisters, a single mother, a wife, an ex-wife, a daughter, um, I know that women are not free. Any man that believes women are, women are free, I'm like, I don't understand where you're coming from. They're not free. They're very expensive. I've lived with women. I've grew up with women. I, they're expensive as hell. And they're expensive as hell on little shit. Knickknacks, shampoos, conditioners, skincare, makeup, hair extensions. <laughs> they're expensive. Furniture, Ikea trips, they always shopping. They always shopping. They want to go shopping. You go on vacation, they want to go shopping and haggle and get knickknacks and shit. All right, shout out to, uh, it says right here, on average, a woman's shampoo costs $9, while men's shampoo costs close to 6 All right, so they're making a case that their stuff is more expensive. Uh, ladies, can you take a look at my head? How much shampoo do bald and ass 40-year-old men need? You got a head full of hair, baby. <laughs> You're going to run through that bottle like, like quickly, and you got special things, keratin and vitamin D and C and all the shit, Ninja. Give me, give me the suave three-in-one. Give me the three-in-one right here, Ninja. This is body wash, shampoo, and conditioner in one. These bitches got shampoo, conditioner, body wash, they got cream and oil of Olay. <laughs> Come on, legend. Look at my head. How much shampoo? I'm going to use a, a one bottle for one year of shampoo. One bottle for a year. $6 a year. You. You're, you're $9 a week on shampoo. Especially if you, hey, if you have a woman with curly or kinky hair. Forget about it. If they have curly or kinky hair. Latina. Black women, any curly hair white woman, a Polynesian chick, if they got curly hair, Ninja, you're going to run through a bottle of shampoo every three to four days because they need specific shampoo. Specific. If they got weave and shit, it's crazy. All right, anyway, but here I am with the head and shoulders over here. <laughs> He said, just use soap. 
All right. Anyway, it says right here. What else? What else are they complaining about? Our shampoo. We have razors, hair care, cost, deodorant, shaving cream, body wash, lotion, personal care items, tampons, maxi pads. Oh, poor thing. And of course, right here, home ownership. Buying a house is a major expense. And it turns out that women tend to pay more for their homes than men. You mean, again, women pay more for their homes than men. That boils down to negotiation and also setting reasonable expectations for themselves. So anybody knows, and I worked in real estate, women buy way more house than they can afford. If you're married, most of the time, the woman is the person that's the last, she's, she's the last person to check off on a home purchase. She will spend way more. She will spend way more money and force that guy to work way more hours and, of course, inadvertently make him less present as a parent because he's working to afford the house. But I really like the one with the kitchen facing south and the island in the middle, and I really like that. And she gets in there as soon as you buy the house, you want to knock down walls and paint this and all that shit. This ninja, dude, we can live in a one-bedroom apartment with two folding chairs. A man by himself. I lived in a studio apartment, 425 square feet, and I banged out mud, mud sharks and slump busters. I got so much punani in that apartment. I had a Murphy bed. I had a Murphy bed that had a mirror. I pushed the bed up into the damn, into the wall. I used to pull that bed down and clap the lights off with my clapper, and I would get the clapping cheeks in that apartment. Ninja, I had so much fun in that apartment. I had a couch. I would push to the wall, pull my Murphy bed down. Women loved it. I would, I clapped so many cheeks in there. That apartment was in Newport Beach, twelve hundred dollars, four hundred and seventy-five square feet. Ninjas used to hear me. No air, no central air. Used to clap the hell out of some cheeks. Fat girls, all kind of stuff. <laughs> right, just chilling, just chilling, and it forced me to go outside because I didn't want to sit in the house all day. So I would go out, exercise, be at the gym, ride my bike. I was I was active running out here, but nah. These women spend way more, way more money on houses. And then when they get a bigger house, what do they got to do? Fill it up with furniture. So now the furniture store. Now I got to go out on Saturday following you around from furniture store to furniture store. All right. Running over here and there. Oh, wouldn't this look great? Stepping back. She looking at the furniture. All right. So if we put this right here by the wall and then we put this. All right, anyway, so now they like feminine. Why they spend more money? Feminine care products, clothing, accessories. Oh, the prices are more expensive. Well, y'all be out shopping. Beauty products, health care. So they are, they're calling it the pink tax. The reason, of course, they're going to make it somebody else's fault. It is not our, it's not their fault, is it? It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. It's not their fault. It's because there's our stuff costs more than theirs. They always crying. Our stuff costs more than theirs. Let me see here. <laughs> Let me see if I can see if I can find it. Look, there's there's this meme. I wish I could find the entire meme. 
where a woman complained about. Oh, here it is right here. Uh, here's the meme. The meme says, uh, and there was a woman that posted this. Guys really live in apartments like this and don't see any issue. And then the response, it drives women crazy that men can just sit and be happy. The reality is, this is all a man really needs right here. We are simple. We don't need much. Now, the reason why we would start to get more things, women. <laughs> we get a girlfriend, she be coming in there. Look, we can live just like this right here. We can live, we, we can live just like this. Sleep on the floor, get you an air mattress, we good. But then we want to start getting some pussy. So now, guess what? Well, I better get a couch. Better start buying some silverware and shit. All right, the woman comes over, what is this? All right, I better get a TV stand. As long as we got this, there's not much more than a man needs. Look, we got a nice view. We can live just like this. And then the women are like, how, how can you live like this? Very easily. I've done it. I've done it. And they, and you know what? We'll be happy as hell. <laughs> like we'll be happy. We come home, sit, crack open a brew, get something to drink, go out, get some, get some pickup, go to takeout Thursday. All right. I think I said Tuesday, go to takeout Thursday, pick us up a Ling Ling and be good. Come on, baby. Let's do this. Get our meat fixed. All right, as long as we get our meat fixed real quick, pay a couple of here. Here you go, ladies here. Get on out of there. We Look, it's crazy. And you know what? And you know what? We'll make $80,000 a year and live just like that. Most of us could make 80K a year and live just like that. There's guys that go to work, make 80K. They, drive, they live just like that. I know guys like this, right? And they, it's just crazy, man. And it's peaceful, it's quiet, nobody bothering us, we know what we want. Anyway, but a girl come over to your house, you're like, Gee, what is this? And then she called you all kind of dusties and dirties, right? You dusty, you ain't got this, and he ain't got that. And you buy all of that stuff, really. You buy all of that stuff, most of it is just so we, she can walk in like, oh, this is nice. I think I'll move in. It costs you more to buy this stuff. Because you bought the stuff to catch the broad. You bought a $10,000 sofa to catch her eye. She's like, wow. You got your decorations and everything all laid out. She's like, wow, this not this nice here. I think I'll move in. Now it costs you way more. And it costs you $10,000 for the sofa. It's fixing to cost your ass $80,000. Because now she want to plunk her ass in there, right? Mm. <laughs> it's just absolutely a, a, a mess. So it's not the pink tax that they're talking about because they also looking at it from one side. It's not a pink tax. What it is is women are expensive. They're expensive and men are relatively cheap. We buy a house on the hill just like the caveman got the cave way up there so they can get the girl they want, attract the girl they want. Oh, you got a house? Oh, yeah, I got a house. Oh, in a gated community up on the hill? Yep. Oh, I'm yours. I'll take you. I'll move in. Baby, I'm yours. Yep. She come in your house, and she's like, oh, you know what you need? You need a woman's touch. Your house looks like a bachelor pad. 
I can set it all up for you. And what does she do? She goes right out and shops. All right, you need this and you need a doily on here, this armrest. You need a new coffee table and you need all of these shit hung up. You need some plants. You need all of these little knickknacks. Why don't you get a couple of knickknacks right there? You need a shelf. You need to take this wall, blow that wall up right there. You need to paint this wall right here brown. All right, then you over here. Why don't you knock this wall down and extend this out? She moves in. I didn't spend a hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> right? <laughs> Trying to put a woman's touch. Now I'm paying all the bills too, because she's like, "Well, you got it, don't you?" You know, I'm kind of struggling. I can say, while while you pay all my bills, I can pay all my student loan debt off. Doesn't this sound great? And then I can save my money. And then uh, as you're paying for everything, I save my money over here, and then. Looking at her like, oh, uh, this sounds like a... Wait a minute. Who are you? Soon as she move in, boxes of Amazon. Boxes. You come home every day to Amazon boxes. I thought you was going to save your money. Oh, you know, I had to pick up a couple of things. <laughs> well, you bought a sports car and you work on your sports car. You've been painting that 67 Chevy. You've been painting your 6.4 Impala, and you put hydraulics, and you bought a car battery, so I bought a couple of things from Amazon. Mm. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> hey. Straight jacket. They just spend money. How about they just say, we need to, we're reckless spenders. How about that? This is no pink tax. We recklessly spend. Now, that takes us to the main event. As to why you're seeing what you're seeing here. Let's talk about it real quick. The man tax. F the pink tax. This is the man tax. So women go. Going, wait. Women go broke and. I'm going to the streets. End of story. And then they go broke. Can't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? I can. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my. And then. Purse. When I start selling pussy. I don't want to hear it. All right. And so what happens is now they got to make up that lost money. So here we go in New York City. I'm sorry. Lawsuits pour in with NY's Adult Survivors Act set to expire after ex abuse cases against Trump and Bill Cosby. Now, we call it the Cassie effect because of the Cassie Diddy lawsuit. Everybody was now. Uh, privy to the fact that this New York Adult Survivors Act was going to expire, set to expire today. Now, we already broke this down in the first Diddy Cassie video where I said, hey, they have a Survivors Act where they did a one-year look back. They opened up the possibility of anyone in New York that has had been a victim to be able to come forward and bring a case forward of being abused, no matter when the abuse happened, but they'll have one year to be able to reopen or establish a case. This is what Cassie used to get money out of Diddy to settle the case, okay? And then everybody at that point said, you either said she was a money grab or it was uh, Diddy as an, uh, uh, an animal. And I say both can be true. Both can be true. It's not one or the other. It's a little bit of both. Now, she took her money and she got her bag and ran, right? She got her money. Gotta get my bag and run. And you ain't her shit. She got $50 million allegedly and you ain't her shit. Here's the deal. This case, uh, this law was used against Donald Trump. Let me go ahead and pull it up right here. Donald Trump earlier this year had a case with E. Jean 
Carol in which she said she was assaulted in a Macy's bat, uh, dressing room while she worked at Macy's. All right, she was assaulted there. And she won despite Donald Trump saying, I don't even know who this woman is. But she used this New York Survivors Act, this a Survivors Act, to get Donald Trump. So he was one of the first people that recognized people to be gotten. Now Eric Adams, the mayor, has been gotten on this as well. This morning, a 1993 employment discrimination and sexual assault claim has been lobbied against current New York City Mayor Eric Adams. New, 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 new world order. Bill Cosby. Let me go through the list of people just so you can see how prevalent this has been. Uh, where's my Bill Cosby tab? Where's my Bill? Oh, there it is right here. So Bill Cosby accuser recently. Uh, let's see here. As you can see here, why is it not let me scroll up? I, I hate, oh, there it is. Accuser sues Bill Cosby for alleged abuse dating back to the 1980s under expiring New York survivor's law. Now, don't be surprised if many other states open this up. In fact, California had a open case as well that already expired. So California had one, and Trey Songs had a woman open up a case on him, but she missed the expiration date, all right? And he just basically got the case thrown out the other day. Uh, let's, go through the, let's go through the men that have been recently accused so you got eric adams this was this morning you have uh let's see here you have cuba or cuba cuba getting jr hit with two civil lawsuits related to new york sexual assaults two of them you have the former head of interscope records big time all right um jimmy Iveen hit with the case there's Bill Cosby's case. You have music executive L.A. Reid. You see the watch ads popping up. L.A. Reid music executive. L.A. Reid on November 9th, 2023. Uh, L.A. Reid connected to Babyface music executive for a long time. He uh, influenced the careers of Usher, Mariah Carey, and Pink. L.A. Reid gets hit. You have a deceased a deceased record executive, Ahmet Erdogan. I actually did a story on this. He's accused of sexual misconduct, and they sued his estate. Deceased record executive, Ahmet Erdogan. All right, and they sued his estate, and I believe it says right here, as part of the New York State's Adult Survivors Act. Now, um, this was uh, reported in November of... I'm sorry, December 2022, December 2022. And um, he was a record exec from 1987 to 1990. When did he die? He died in 2006 and he was sued under this look back. All right, so he's dead in the ground right here and they end up suing him. Who else got it? Former NFL player Marcellus Wiley got a case. I don't think he got an active case, but he just got an accusation. I think they're going to file the case here. But Marcellus Wiley, former NFL player and current YouTuber sports analyst, got hit. Jamie Foxx got hit, and we discussed this story yesterday. We'll briefly go over it. Jamie Foxx got a suit about an alleged finger-fucking 
in New York bar, if you will. Excuse my French. And um, we have, let's see here. Okay, I, I think there's more here. Let me go over the data. As of last week, 2,587 filings for abuse, ex-abuse, were made under the New York uh, State Adult Survivors Act. So you got well over 2,500 as of last week, and that was reported yesterday, and I'll show you the details. Approximately 1,100 have been filed against New York State prisons and 470 against Rikers Island Prison Complex. So it looks like the majority of these 2,500 are actually coming from in the belly of the beast, all right, behind closed doors, behind the walls, which is interesting because sexual abuse does not just happen to women. If we actually look at the data of sexual abuse, and we include prisons, juvenile halls, um, kids that are in uh, the, ju- the juvenile system in terms of um, even uh, CPS cases and uh, what do they call it? Foster care. If you look at men and men, when men are assaulted, the data does never includes men. All right. And men are overwhelmingly assaulted. But of course, people are going to say, well, they're in prison. So nobody cares. In fact, we make a, a joke of it. When you go to prison, you're going to go see Big Bubba. All right. Uh, but here it is right here. The abuse claims against famous men poured in on Wednesday as the law is set to expire. More than 2,600 lawsuits in the last year uh, was set to expire with victims saying the special legislation gave them a shot at justice in healing. We'll talk about that part there. And uh, the governor, which was a female governor, governor, and I can't pronounce her name, she signed this into effect. And the high-profile suits include Donald Trump, Bill Cosby, and so forth and so on. I think I missed someone, too. And it says, um, there's a woman that says uh, there was a disgraced gynecologist named Robert Hayden that was uh, abused someone in 2012. And this policy has deeply impacted my life. At least 2,600 claims have come forward so it could oh axel rose is who i forgot there we go right there so axel rose is who i forgot all right and so we got to put him up here guns and roses lead man axel rose accused of violent 1989 grape in a in a new lawsuit i knew i missed somebody there's axel rose for you young guys he was the he was the leader of one of the bigger rock bands in the 90s guns and roses all right he was the lead singer so Axel Rose got that caught wreck. And there's the one. Oh, they got the woman here. So this is the woman, the accuser. And what she said was uh, that he fondled on her. She's an actress as well. Uh, she was on this. She was on Big Brother. He treated her like property uh, used solely for his sexual pleasure. Boy. Boy, boy, boy. All right. So Axel Rose caught wreck. And that was, yeah, 1989. You're hearing that right. 1989. (laughs) You're hearing that right, guys. Woo! All right, so, uh, yeah, man, a lot of these guys just going to pay up and settle. We already know this. All right, I was reading the article. I was attempting to read one. Cuba Gooding got slapped with two lawsuits. Okay, we already said that. There's a model that is uh, sued renowned photographer Terry Richardson claiming that he forced her to give him oral pleasures 
in a 2004 photo shoot. All right. And so if you don't know Terry Richardson, uh, Terry Richardson has been worked with a lot of models. He's considered kind of a creepy guy, if you will. He would be considered definitely on the creepy looking list. But a lot of my, he's worked with a lot of models. All right. So it, this doesn't surprise me. This is the woman bringing forth the suit. So Terry Richardson gets wrecked. All right. This is this is not a surprise to me. All right. There's the model right there. Uh, Yeah. And a lot of these girls model mayhem style. Terry Richardson definitely is one of the guys that has always been. Let me see if I can find a, fi- a photo of Terry Richardson. Uh, but uh, these all things, all of these things don't have much evidence to them. Let's see here. And his photo style is definitely curious. Like, um, like he, he's not that really a good, great photographer. His photography skills aren't that good. But uh, here's a photo of Terry Richardson with models. And um, he photographed for Rolling Stone and a lot of other areas. So he's always was around young models, and he always looked like Jeffrey Dahmer's uncle. <laughs> he always looked like Jeffrey Dahmer's uncle. But the girls are always seemed quite comfortable around him, and they would always do photos like this. Like you can find, you can find dozens. Look, you can be, and uh, every photo shoot, he would always photo himself with the models. So this is kind of how he became famous. And it's like, oh, you lucky bastard type deal. Yeah, high flash. His photography somewhat weird and eccentric. I never understood it, all right, but I never understood the popularity. But uh, Terry Richardson definitely was that dude in the early 2000s. And um, anytime you've seen a picture of him with models, it seems to be, they seem to be, there's, her, there's him with Mar- Mariah Carey. They seem to be somewhat comfortable with the guy. There's him with Mar- Mariah Carey, all right? So uh, it looks like he got caught up. And this kind of is one of these things we always talk about. If you make your life centered around women, this is the stuff that comes up, right? This is the stuff that comes up. So you're like, I'm going to find a way to make money off a woman. I'm going to find me a job where I work around women. This is the stuff that happens. It happens. It's going to happen because, you know, hookups happen. Casual things happen. But now when you look at it in a lens and you take it out of context, it's hard for me to believe that, these guys were all out assaulting these women. Now, could there be some things, some misunderstandings, this ninja taking a little bit, going a little bit too far? Yes. Could there be some women that actually were uncomfortable with the, th- these all things exist, okay? But that it doesn't end there. It's hard to prove after the fact, especially if we're going back to 93, 89, 2004, it makes it difficult. So this is somewhat of a man tax. Russell Brand got wrecked on this one. Marilyn Manson caught a deal. Uh, let me see if Marilyn Manson, uh, we reported these. I didn't realize these were all connected right here. Marilyn Manson got a, a part of this deal right here in New York. So Marilyn Manson uh, assaulted a 16-year-old girl on a tour bus. <laughs> I mean, what is she doing on a tour bus? But, yep, right here in New York, and uh, it says right here, what year, what year was this? September 15th, 1995. September 15th, 1995. Rick graped her many times from 95 through 1999, starting on her 16th birthday. I already told you about these jail baits and tour buses. This is another piece of proof. But this woman was around them for four straight years. Oh, boy. 
So Marilyn Manson caught one. Who else caught one? Russell Brand. Remember Russell Brand uh, recently caught one. I guess this was on the New York one as well. And I think Russell Brand, I haven't have heard much about this. Um, Russell Brand, what has happened about him, but right here. This is September. Russell Brand caught one. And this was based on the New York thing there. All right. And we actually covered this real quick. Uh, the, oh, Aerosmith singer caught one. Was that related to the New York deal? Could be. Yeah, I think that was in New York because I read the story. Uh, let me look him up. Uh, let me look up here. We're living on the edge. Uh, let's see here. Steven Tyler abuse case. Let's see if that was New York. It was in New York. So, yeah, uh, Steven Tyler's case was in New York. So, there it is right there. Steven Tyler accused in a new lawsuit. Um, permanent emotional distress. Assaulting a 17-year-old. 1975. 1975. All right, and that was in New York. Because I remember they were walking down the street in New York. And so forth and so on. And we're living on the edge. All right. Yeah, you definitely going crazy. All right, definitely going crazy. So, woo-wee. 1975. All right, so, yeah, these, these effects... All right, these effects have kind of caught up. This could, they couldn't do this in California. <laughs> the backlog would take years. They actually had it in California. They had it in California. It's expired. It has since expired. But here's my thing. I think this is probably going to be situations where they open it back up. Um, they're going to open it back up based on what we're seeing today. And this was a year ago right here. Trey Songs shuts down accuser and her case was thrown out from a 2013 pool party which I believe took place in California and it was the law that was used to reopen the case which is 10 years old was the look back law in California I'm sorry this is right here it says Connecticut I thought it was filed in California but I may be wrong maybe they had one in Connecticut that was thrown out all right so anyway I just look at this and say uh, could, could other states do this? All right. Could other states do this? Could, could, yeah, we could see them reopen it based on the amount of cases that have come in. So let's go back. People are going to say coach, but these guys did it. Um, I would say you would have to have evidence to prove this. Number one, some of these cases seem to be really, you know, it really out of context in when how the women describe it, right? Like the Jamie Foxx case. The Jamie Foxx case, basically the women were sitting at a table next to them. They made eyes. She asked for pictures. It seems like he hit it off with one of the girls. They went back into an area of the restaurant, which he didn't drag her back there. She voluntarily went back there. They made out. He touched on her. He followed her. Um, and he slipped her a couple of digits, one up the tailpipe, one up the Duke chute, one in the stink, one in the pink. Okay. Mm. One in the stink, one in the pink. And then her friend caught them. Then they said he stopped. That doesn't sound, I mean, that would be by definition if the woman did not consent to that an assault. But it's weird because that's how people hook up. I mean, that's how pe people hook up that way. That's how you establish a hookup. That's how a woman says, yes, okay, I'm ready. 
So did she say no? Did she fight him out? Did she hit him over the head with her bag? Did she scream? Did she get paralyzed? Or was she hooking up? That seems like a hookup. That seems like how all of us start a hookup, a foreplay. That's how we get the understanding. Okay, we about to do this. Even the one with Steven Tyler was somewhat weird. He was just kissing on her, and she was like, and he got hard and erect. Pause. And that's what happens when you start hooking up. Did you fight? Did you say no? Did you cry, kick, scream? Did you go to the police? Did you air out your complaints right there? Did you just come back 40 years later? It's really, really, it's really, really interesting. All right. So um, it's hard to really establish what these cases are about, especially when they're not. Diddy's case was clear where they allege all kind of really physical uh, abuse and force and coercion and blackmail and all of this stuff. There was a lot there. These other cases don't seem to have a lot there. So what does it boil down to? I think two things can be true at the same time. These men were taking liberties with a lot of women. A lot of women were in front of them. There was a time frame where this would be somewhat normal. In today's context, this is abnormal behavior. It's abnormal behavior. Right. And so now men are going to say, well, I got to be careful on how I deal with women. Maybe I got to pay a woman up front, which men are going to do and men are doing. Okay, so they're going to prevent all of this because I always say normies are off limits. I don't want to mess with normies because normies take things out of context. Normies assume that if they give you free sex, a lot of other stuff comes with it. And then when they don't get the other stuff, they feel like they've been victimized. Hey, I gave you sex. I gave you access. So we either get a relationship, a commitment. I get more time with you. We're now a boyfriend, girlfriend. And then when you don't give them that, they don't get the money. They don't get the life with you. Then they complain. Well, he did this and he did that. That, that, that could be true. Number two, these men could be all out just running around assaulting women in New York only and putting one in the pink and one in the stink. All right. Jamie Foxx could just have a history of doing these things against women's will. That's number two. Number three, these women are looking for a grab bag. And this is happening overwhelmingly in America, but we've seen these cases happen in Spain with the soccer player where she alleged that she was sexually uh, harassed all right, or assaulted. The odd part of it was she also was seen bragging about the encounter, which makes it difficult to really figure out what women are and what they want. And I call this the removal of consent. <laughs> They're basically trying to remove consent when it suits them. Let me go ahead and give you an example here. Um, uh, let's see if I can pull it. And so this is where it needs to, um, we need to really figure out what we're doing here. We need to be clear about consent. We need to be clear about things, especially, you know, I, and all of you guys can catch this wreck because you never know who you're going to be. So in Spain, after Spain won the World Cup, the Spain Federation official, the leader of Spain's soccer federation, in his exuberance and joy and jipper and chipperness, was so excited that he decided to plant a smooth kiss on this bull dagger. All right. Mm. Or, I mean, on this woman. <laughs> All right. And so she's happy. There's the kiss. Now the kiss went viral. Okay, now the problem with this is the kiss goes viral. There, there's the kiss right there. 
even when he gets on the bus, they're teasing him about it. Oh, I saw you kissing on so-and-so. And they're sniggling. In fact, the woman is sniggling right here. Even the woman that is, there's the kiss. She seems to be smiling about it. Everybody's saying, oh, it looks like you about to get leveled up. It looked like he likes you. It looks like you got you going to marry the soccer federation guy. So there she is. You, We have the evidence that she doesn't look like a victim at said moment. But guess what happened? Bait and switch. Bait and switch. Now, we always tell you guys, stop doing this type of shit. I always tell you, you Mac ninjas. You guys going to catch a bad one at some particular point, <laughs> okay? Because all they have to do is switch it up. Now, all of a sudden, she was out there crying. Let me go ahead and say she was assaulted because, yep, it wasn't working in her favor. And what happens is the woman gets treated like a skeezer. People start talking about her negatively. Uh, her friends start maybe saying, hey, man, you could get a bag or a, hey, you know, they calling you all kind of hoes out here. And uh, here's more photos of it right here. Even the girls on the bus are chanting, kiss, kiss, kiss. They're, they're eating it up. Now, she could get embarrassed. She's like, oh, man. They're calling Beso, 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 kiss. And there she is explaining it. And then what he had did was, now she crying. And then he gets, he has to resign from his job. He has to resign from his job. He's banned. Let's see the result of it here. Uh, soccer, uh, Spanish soccer official who kissed unwilling star banned for three years. Banned. <laughs> oh, she remembers. Yes, yeah, she remembers she had a boyfriend. Oh, my boyfriend didn't like that. Or the man I was dating didn't like that. The man, the you know, that happens. Now she's banned. And now I think she's like a spokesperson for women who are assaulted. We've seen this with Amber Heard become a victim. She said she was assaulted and beat up and domestically violated on Johnny Depp. Then she's a assault survivor spokesperson. And then she's on the whole damn circuit. And then it comes out that she was lying about it. These are, these are makes these situations tough. I think as a result, I think as a result, men that are not these men and celebrities are going to start acting funky around women. And then we're going to hear that women aren't being included and why these men don't trust. And why do we have to sign consent contracts? And why don't men approach women anymore? This constant game is why civilizations for a long time tried to rein in and control women. Why they essentially certainly did run the patriarchy play on them because if you don't now you have all of this shit and they control the resources goes out the window okay now you can't rein in bullshit because women are gonna say yeah well i was there but that doesn't mean and she was a victim and she was only 19 and blah 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 <laughs> right this is why guys do what what what's the guy name the actor um Oh, gosh, hold on a second here. Let me see if I can talk. Uh, Keanu Reeves, this is why Keanu Reeves takes picture with women like this. Let me see here. Reeves, photos of women. 
Okay, the hands photos, the Keanu Reeves. All right, so this is why Keanu Reeves never touches the women. All right, he puts the hand. Let me see if I can get a good picture of it. Keanu Reeves let the woman get in close, and he takes the hand away. All right, he's like, I'm not touching you. There's my hand, okay? He ain't not playing no games with these broads. All right, where's another photo right here? He's like, look, look right here. Look, 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 look. He like, hey, I ain't doing nothing. I ain't doing nothing. She kissing on me. Look, I ain't doing nothing. I ain't touching this bitch. I ain't kissing her back or nothing. Somebody said Messi does it too. I think Messi does it too. I'll pull it up. Uh, where's the uh, Keanu Reeves with this white girl? Look, hand. <laughs> my hand right there. I didn't do nothing. She the one with her titties on my chest. She the one in there standing close to me. All right, hell with that. Because these women cannot be dealt with. Let me see if I can pull up this one. Even Keanu Reeves here. Look, he's standing next to the girls. He got his hand visible. I didn't touch shit. <laughs> all right. And then people are like, that's going overboard. Ninja, all you have to do is use your mouthpiece. Nah. You, you can't at this particular point. You got way too much to lose. Let me see messy hands photos. You can't, you got way too much to lose with these women here. Let me see if I can find Lionel Messi in here. Oh, look at Messi. Messi ain't even wrapped the arms around. All right, he was like, nope. You want to take a picture? I ain't hugging shit. <laughs> he can stand right next to me. All right, that dude, he make way too much money to be out here fumbling around with these broads. <laughs> Let me see if I can find another Messi picture. I am not touching her. Somebody said Jay-Z does the same. Let's see here. Oh, yep. Here's Messi with his hands in his pocket. Okay, you want to take a picture of me? <laughs> hands in pockets. Protecting myself. And you can, he, he, can, he, can, he can buy any woman he wants. He is not about to give up no money to no scandalous broad. Right there. You want to take a picture with me? Hands in pocket. There it is. That's smart as hell. That's smart as hell. Where's the, where's the boxer? Let me see. There's an Asian boxer who got hemmed up. And I actually showed this back in the day here. Asian fighter won't hug the woman. Won't. Oh, here we go right here. It was a ring girl. All right, so here we go. Here it is right here. So uh, this is what happened. This is what's happening. Uh, this, this fighter right here, he won a fight. And uh, let's see what happens here. All right, so he won a fight, and like normal, they'll bring a woman out there, a woman that volunteered, and there she is right there. Okay, oh, they didn't show it. Okay, so the first time, he got accused of a sexual assault. So then the second time, they wanted him to take a picture next to the girl. I'll show you the, the, the one thing right here. And then he refused to take a picture next to the girl. He was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. It was MMA. He's like, nah, bitch, stay over there. Stay over there. They was like, look... <laughs> Stay over there, ninja. Stay over there. He's Korean. He's like, nah, bitch. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Look, nope, nope. Get away, bitch. <laughs> Let me find the original clip where he got caught. All right, because I'll show you. The, you got to see the first clip. All right, nope. Uh-uh. Did you try to put her hand? Uh-uh. Get that bitch away from me. Uh-uh. Nope. He out of there. He... Nope. Stay here. Uh-uh. <laughs> And ninjas go back, don't be scared of women. Nope, nope. Nah, hell nah, ninja, no. 
<laughs> and they forcing him. They forcing him. He he ain't he he's basically not consenting at all. Look. <laughs> he don't want takeout Tuesday or Thursday. He don't want takeout Thursday. Let me see if I can find the original clip where he got got. So you can see where the confusion is. Cause the first one he hugged on her and they was like, Oh, here he is. All right, he got he got too excited. So he won the fight. He was extra excited. Now, this is where they say he sexually assaulted the woman. Is this the one? Nah. Oh, yeah, this is it. So this is it. You see this? So that's the grab. That, that is the sexual assault right there. So that's literally what they, look, he's holding her right there. See, there's the hands. And look, she looks uncomfortable. He's pulling her in tight. That was it. And he bowed to her. That was the sexual assault. Let me see if he does it again. He was like, oh, see right there, right there. So that's the sexual assault. Now, then when he won again, he got, he got beat up in the media. He was like, oh, hell no. Nah. Y'all ain't getting me. This is what dudes are. <laughs> yep. He's like, all right, y'all are just trying to ruin my career and all this shit, y'all. Uh-uh, uh-uh. We, this is what they taking. You learn. You learn. Okay, listen, we got to keep women at bay. <laughs> right there, no hands, no pull them in, no nothing, bro. Yep, masculine frame, ninja, nope, yep. And you can't get my face in the picture neither. And so, yeah, there, there it is. I think what, what's happening is we're seeing this culture of, Women say, oh, I'm a victim. And then dudes go, okay. And some dudes like, nah, don't worry about all that. And dudes are like, nah, I ain't losing no money over this shit. And I'm not getting my name drug in the mud. They said they grabbed them way worse. And this is what dudes are doing with dating and marriage and cold approaching. Guys, even the guys that people say shouldn't worry about it, they ain't worried about it. Uh, they worrying about it. They're like, it ain't worth it. It's not worth it. Let me see if I can find Jay-Z, and then we'll get on with the show, get y'all to Thanksgiving, because it's 10 o'clock. Jay-Z hands photos. Wait a minute. Let me see if Jay-Z does have any photos of him not putting hands on women. I, I can't see many of them here. And he learned, too. I'm pretty sure he done learned. And if Jay-Z's a billionaire, he'd be crazy not to, he'd be crazy to touch a strange woman. He'd be absolutely nuts to touch a strange woman. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. He can buy any woman he wants to touch on. He ain't got to put his hands on old woman. Anyway. All right. Uh, anyway, let me see if I can get to the Super Chats and then get y'all on to y'all Thanksgiving on the East Coast. Let's see here. Shout out to, uh, oh, I'm way up here. I'm way up here. Embrace the truth that I get you. Yeah, Embrace the Truth says, uh, Happy Thanksgiving Day, fellas. Special thanks to Coach. Fellas, be appreciative of the health that you have. I just saw a picture of Bruce Willis who's suffering through some form of dementia. Be thankful for uh, that you have health. Thank you, man. That's a great message. Spark water. Coach, enjoy your turkey day. Keep teaching uh, the masses the free agent lifestyle. Shout out to you for life, Mr. Jonathan West. West says, coffee for the coach. YouTube, I thought Amy Winehouse was black years after her death. That is true, too. She has a very soulful voice. King of Spades, happy Turkey Day coach and the coach gang. Deshaun Rose, I pray that dog gets 
and got some protection. Ain't no telling what he'll catch from her. Smart. Oh, Smart RN is back in the building. Thank you for your time on your holiday, Coach. We are thankful for you. Rusty Shackelford, happy Thanksgiving, as well as Mr. Jonathan West. It's always Jermaine's fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. All right, V-Mad says protect your neck. Fellas, tis the season to be stealing and rent is due. Your rent's due, He says, if you have not went monk mode yet, now is the time. Most high is with you, coach. You are the modern Nicodemus in the building. Seek first and all will be added. Thank you. Run Forest Run says, thanks, coach. Undark, this is all part of the agenda to make heterosexual encounters seem like assaults. Almost everything, if you do, that you do when you're pursuing women can be taken out of context and made to look creepy. This is a fact. This is a fact. Like, I, I look at the J.B. Fox situation. Dude, that, listen, I'm not going to say I've done these things because, Nidge, I don't want no women running up on me. But that scenario has happened to many men that have been either handsome, successful, Chad, Tyrone, athlete, actor, I mean, that's sad. That's sad. Shout out to the regular dude. Where are you eating today, coach? Right at the crib in the Desert Storm bunker. JG, men can get the cash back by leaving your dog outside. Women will mess with the dog, then sue on the dog's behalf for SA years later. Thanks, CGA. You're at the top of your game. What? I I don't even know what that is. Ken Rose says thanks for uh thanks for bringing us the content, Mister CGA. Even on a holiday, the dark side never rests. No days off. Demetrius says, "What's up, Coach Rapper Freddie Gibbs? Almost went to jail in Austria because a chick who had a dream that he graped her. Wow, that sounds like wishful thinking." And also, grape fantasies are real. Women do have great fantasies, so watch out. And they may get you to act them out and then accuse you of assault. All right, that does happen. It doesn't happen as much as we know or believe, but it does happen. I've known many people to say that there was some role play, a great fantasy. You played it out, and then she has messages of you participating in the role play. Look it up. Many guys have gotten assaults, charges, on participating in a great fantasy role play. Devin Styles, shout out to you. Thank you, man. We got our brother, uh, let's see here. Jonathan says, send it, coach. He says, YouTube equals Mr. West. Shout out to you. Where are you at here? We got to send it. Um, Where are we at here? Well, let's see. Uh, can I see this? Can I say it's a, we're going to call you Mr. Jermaine, Jermaine, Jermaine. He says, saw always last minute ninjas at the grocery store this morning. All right. That could be me too. Shout out to Augustus Vaughn says, happy Thanksgiving coach. Wisdom is needed on this day. And I hope many people who got normally don't watch my live streams. I hope you guys got a chance to watch it. Shout out to Al Hampton says, coach gang yang. Corey says, thanks for going live today, coach. All right, we got all of those brothers here. Let me check Vimo, and then we'll be almost done. And Pay Pizzle, Pay Pizzle will be almost done. Enjoy your turkey and all of that stuff today. Mm. We got our man Sam 
Prince says, Coach, as a Leo, I went to numerous great cases where the lady was willing in the train yang, but only wanted to make a grape case against one of the seven guys. Protect your neck, guys. Trying. Macaroni Tony, that divorce could get ugly. There are a ton of open parties, allegedly, if you know, you know. And he says producers and songwriter called Stargate are another example of blue eyes soul. They are behind a lot of modern R&B hits. Those guys are from Sweden, I believe, and they produced early songs by Neo and I believe believe Beyonce, if you guys don't know, you know, you know, Stargate are two uh, Swedish. I think they're from Sweden. And they started Neo's career first song. All right. And so R&B music, definitely. These are Stargate. This is Stargate right here. I believe these gentlemen you're talking. I think they're from either Finland or Sweden. All right, and so they wrote and produced for many people. Neo, Beyonce, a lot of big hits, um, and so forth and so on. So, yeah, black music is definitely something that's easy to be reproduced and replicated um, because much of it lately is sonic, all right? Drums and drum machines and 808 and bass, it, it can be easily replicated. In fact, this is nothing different than the blues and rock that led to some of the bigger rock bands of the 70s who were highly influenced by black musicians of the past. So it's easily replicated. All you do have to do is be able to use it production-wise and have the wherewithal to be able to invest in the machines. If you can purchase the machines and you have any musical skill, you can replicate it really, really easily, very easily. Um, while if you are a young guy and you have the skill or you want to use the skill, you can't buy the machine. And I actually know that because I went to school with two big bands that became popular in pop culture. One band was called Hoobastank. And the Hoobastank, I went to high school. I had a class with Douglas Robb, Doug Robb. Shout out to him. And they became popular in the 2000s with the song um, and then the other band was A-Town fe- featuring Mike Shinoda. They, I went to high school with them as well. And they were already buying guitars and they were already buying DJ rap equipment and microphones. And they were able to purchase all the stuff through their family early on and advance their careers that much faster by replicating the sound um, in the music. So if you had, and, and Mike Shinoda had back then equipment when he was a 10th grader, right? He was a 10th grader and he, was ha- he had the equipment. But if you're a young up and coming guy who can't afford the equipment, but you might have the skill and the talent to rap, but you can't record, you can't make this music, you can't lay down tracks. Yeah, Linkin Park, Mike Shinoda, A-Town, they're kind of all the same band. Uh, yeah, the reason was the song by Hoobastank. So that gives you a leg up on the competition. That gives you a leg up on the competition and then you can create the music and you can learn and make mistakes and whatnot. Uh, but anyway, 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 uh, shout out to El Santo. There is a hill country dinner roll shortage. Oh, really? He said, shaking my head, protect your neck. Happy Thanksgiving. Goat rent is due out here. Anyway. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Yeah, Fort Minor. Yep, Lincoln Park. I, A-Town, Mike Shinoda. Those, are, th- those guys went to high school with me. I went to high school with those guys. All right, um, 
Dark South Foundation says, Coach, I'm thankful for you and the Coach Gang Yang, particularly the Nasty Boys. Also, the championship team Shepard was on was the first to come back from down being 3-1 in the series. Shout out to Draymond Green from getting for getting suspended. All right, Chris, no government name. Chris says, uh, happy Thanksgiving, Coach, and the Coach Gang. Straggle with Sniggle Theater made me throw up my breakfast. So now... I got plenty of room for the turkey and the fixings. All right, yeah, man, shout out to you. Okay, I'm going to get over here to pay Pizzle. They're coming in hot towards the end. Coming in hot. Coming in hot, coming in hot. Let's see here. How many, how far am I back over here? I got like seven, eight back. So I want to give you guys some uh be patient here. Newski says, spent one year overseas in South Korea while in the Army. Different culture. No strag behavior from the women. It was a culture shock. Man, I would love it over there, too. I would definitely love it. Uh, let's see here. Kaylin says, Kaylin says here, Coach, uh, were there ever a celebrity divorce that surprises you? Mm, I'll have to think about that. Nothing really surprises me, really, when it comes to them because these people are wide open. All right. Shell, uh, no government name says, so uh, shout out to my favorite African-American out here. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? All right. You know what I'm talking about? R. Singleton says, and I think it's messed up. We now have to protect ourselves. Yeah, well, you know, we got to protect ourselves out here. We got to protect ourselves. In fact, did you guys know that at one point they were trying to put into a law that uh, in New York, I don't think it got put in, but they were even saying if you lie about who you are, you can actually be charged with assault. If you lie about who you are, if you say, hey, I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, I'm a dentist, if you misrepresent who you are and you get sex from a woman, you give them a false name, a false identity, and the woman has sex with you willingly, then she finds out you're famous, or you're not a doctor, you're a pookie, she could charge you with assault. Did you guys know that? <laughs> All right, did you guys know that? Now, that did not, I don't think that got pushed through in legislation, but that was something that they were trying to push through post-Me Too, mostly aimed at men. Now, women... You don't know shit about them. They be completely misrepresent themselves by makeup, height, face, wig, breast implants, titties, plastic surgery. They completely misrepresent themselves. If that was the case, women would be getting sued left and right. The hell. Which is odd. I'm like, damn, we should be filing lawsuits on every date. <laughs> right? After I woke up with post-nut clarity, I looked at this bitch and I said I need to sue her. All right, anyway, shout out to Newski says, I used to love living in a small environment without much overhead. He says, would you ever go back to a 400-square-foot apartment or it's no need to do it at your age? I will. I will. When I get older, I will for sure. Yep, waist trainers, spanks, all right, skims. We could be suing them left and right. What the hell going on? Hair extensions, weave, wiki weaves, hair hats. What? I'm a model. I do some model filtering. These women coming in 50 looking, you know, they 30 on the machine. You show up. She looking 50 push up bras, 
<laughs> we could be suing women left and right. But he says, why are men losing so much in America? Because we're cowards. That's why. That's why. Shout out to West A. He says 304 regret law. Exactly. Well, what happens is they don't get the life they want. And they look back and the, they look at back at their peace league past and said, I'll let these guys touch on my shit and I'm broke. All right. Shout out to Nori in the building. Noir. I guess I don't even know what to call it anyway. Who, who knows? All right. No government name. Grinding on Thanksgiving. Salute. All right. I think I missed. I think I missed a co-sponsorship. Shelby. I don't know if I, I'm, a, I'm just naming names. All right. But uh, anyway, we got co-sponsorships all over the all right, no government names sponsoring all over the show, and I messed them up, so Ninjas is going to New World Order, going to get y'all asses, Ninja. Look. <laughs> all right. Shout out to Coleon Noir in the building. Big Timers in the building. I know Big Timers. Coleon Noir in the building. You guys know Coleon Noir. Skinny Pop Pop in the boom, boom, boom. All right. That was a sponsorship by that Ninja. All right, shout out to him. Good to see you. Good to hear from you out here. Big timers, man. Big timers. All right, we got, uh, let me see if I can say your name. The education movement says, happy Thanksgiving, coach. You speak the truth. He says, I tune in every day uh, for both show and appreciate your teachings. Cheese is coming. Uh, he needs to come. He needs to come for show. All right, and we almost at the end. We got a sponsorship right here. Shout out to uh, Oz Turn says, thank you for educating these youngins. You guys got to be definitely awake and aware. Awake and aware. Shout out to the 2A, Pro 2A brothers and sisters out here. Kevin Taylor says, thankful for you. Appreciate you. We got our brother here. Oh, is that Teresa's in the building? Shout out to her. She says, no wings today, only turkey. Shout out to you. Is that my Hooters girl? Is that who that is? I think that's her. Let me blow that picture up real quick. Let me see what she working with. Is she a, okay. Oh. Mm. Hello. Come on over here. I think she got a man though. If she doesn't, 10 toes up. All right. Uh, anyway, I can't say that. Shout out to our brother Vic says 12 simps of Christmas this year. I can't wait. We need to get our nominees for 12 simps of Christmas in. We definitely need to get our nominees for 12 simps of Christmas. It's going to be outrageous. 12 simps of Christmas. Um, uh, it's going to be wild as hell. Teresa's like, oh, my God, CGA, he harassed me. Give me my money. I got money. All right. Uh, get your ammo loaded up. All right. Get your ammo loaded up out here. Yeah, brothers. Yeah, brothers. I got to be careful with these women today. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right. Shout out to you jive-ass turkeys out here on Thanksgiving. Thanks for sitting in. <laughs> All right, thanks for sitting in with the show this holiday. We out of here. That's two hours. I went about 30 minutes long, longer than I needed to, but it happens. I appreciate y'all. Very thankful for y'all for watching. Hit the like button out and go get fat, you jive-ass turkeys. We out of here. Peace.